0: The Blessed Old Hymn says, Words of Life and Beauty teach me, Faith and Beauty, beautiful words, wonderful words, wonderful words of life. Let's think on the wonderful words of life today from our broadcast here from the International Gospel Hour. Please stay
1: tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the promised land. Thank you to our
0: Webb. Greetings to all of you, and thank you for being with us today here with our broadcast from the International Gospel Hour. On the air or online, since 1934, we are blessed to come to you with a study of the Word of God. We are blessed for you, our dear listeners, who desire to pursue truth and to know said truth, as noted from John 8:31 and 32, how that one can know the truth, and the truth will make one free. To God be the glory. We appreciate hearing from our listeners. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 118. Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. That's P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. You can also reach us through our website at internationalgospelhour.com or give us a call at 855-444-6988. That's 855-444-6988. And again, our website is internationalgospelhour.com. You will hear from our J-Web momentarily, well actually throughout our broadcast as Jay will tell you about some good opportunities and study offers that you can have that are absolutely free. We want you to gain much from our broadcast today and we believe we have much to offer, not because of your speaker, but of the one who has spoken to us through his word, the Holy Bible, the wonderful words of life. Dear friends, how thankful we are for that wonderful word. Words that are truth, as just stated, truth that sets us free in John 8 and verse 32, and the truth that is in Jesus Christ, Ephesians 4 and verse 21. This is the word that tells us to come out and be separate from the world in 2 Corinthians 6 and verse 17. Continuing in that text to cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of flesh and spirit, 2 Corinthians 7 and verse 1. A word that helps us to abstain from evil, 1 Peter two eleven and 12. This is the word that as we note the negatives or what to move from, it's the word that teaches us what to move toward. That tells us that our affection should be set above Colossians 3 and verse 2 and to present our lives as the gospel of Christ, Philippians 1 and verse 27. How beautiful, how wonderful are the words of life. Hear this, friends. Titus two eleven and 12 says, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that, denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age. Dear friends, the wonderful words of life through God's grace, words that teach us what to avoid for our good, and what to add to make our lives better. We can count on the Bible, friends, because of whence it came, and also from who it came, and the wonderful words of life are there for you and I. Dear friends, we'll look at this study today about the wonderful words of life from God, through the Son, through the Spirit, through the Apostles, and even unto the very book that you and I refer to quite often, the Holy Bible. We'll be back in about 30
1: seconds, but now, our J-Webb. The quickest way to reach us is our toll-free number, one eight five igh 6988 You can request free Bible study courses ask a question, or make a comment. Let us know where you hear our broadcast. The number is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. That number, again, is 1-855-IGH-6988. Or, if you prefer, 1-855-444-6988. The
0: Wonderful Words of Life Let's begin with God Almighty and His authority. The wonderful words of life come from God the Father. Let's note some texts that are quite of interest. How about Isaiah 55, verses 10 and 11? Listen to this beautiful text in the latter part of the book of Isaiah, reminding God's people that although they would be in authority, or rather in captivity, that the authority of God would not depart from them, that he would always return, or he would always remember his remnant, and that they would return unto him. For as the rain comes down, and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, and make it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So we see that God's word that comes forth, that what he has to say will not return unto him void. We're mindful from 2 Timothy 3 and verse 16 that all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. You see, God inspired the Word. Word was given through His inspiration. And His Word will not return unto Him void. And did you catch that from 2 Timothy 3.16? His Word is profitable, which means we're going to gain something from it. It's profitable for doctrine or teaching, so we're going to gain when we teach, when we learn. For reproof and correction, it's profitable because it corrects our lives to do the right thing. And that is where instruction in righteousness comes from, that we are instructed in the right way. The wonderful words of life, we see God's authority all through them. But we see God giving that authority as well to the Son. So number two, the wonderful words of life, there is authority unto the Son, Jesus Christ. Listen to these texts. In Matthew 17 and verse 5, While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. Now that is the voice of Peter, if you will, from verse 4. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and suddenly a voice came out of the cloud, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. In that context, if you remember, Jesus was transfigured before Peter, James, and John, and they saw him with Moses and Elijah. And what amazed them was the beauty therein and all that was brought forth. It was bright. It was shining. It was standing forth. And they wanted to make three tabernacles, one for Jesus, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. Now, when you think about it, that covered the law, the prophets, and even up to the Christ. But then when God came forth and said, hear him, Friends, we are no longer under the guidance of Moses, of Abraham, Elijah, or any Old Testament judge or prophet. We are under the authority of Jesus Christ given to Him by the Father. Let us continue this thought from John twelve forty-eight through 50 Jesus said, He who rejects me and does not receive my words has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me gave me a command, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that His command is everlasting life. Therefore, whatever I speak, just as the Father has told me, so I speak. Now let's begin at the end there, and let's back up throughout that text. The Father told Christ, so He speaks. It comes from the Father. Jesus had not spoken on His own authority, but the Father's authority. But we understand that the words that Jesus will teach will judge one in the last day. When Jesus in Matthew twenty-eight, eighteen, said, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth, then we understand that the authority of God, those wonderful words of life that came forth from God, went through Jesus Christ, His Son. Now let's continue thinking about this the wonderful words of life how about authority to the holy spirit now we see the words come from god the father through jesus christ the son and now we find the holy spirit in john 14:26 jesus taught to his apostles but the helper the holy spirit whom the father will send in my name he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Now notice, friends, the Spirit the Father would send in the name of Christ by and through His authority. You see, we're still continuing, if you will, the golden thread of inspiration and authority of the wonderful words of life. In John fifteen twenty six. But when the Helper comes... Whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. Now John 16:13. However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. Now that's interesting, if the Spirit is not going to speak on His own authority, then by whose authority would He speak forth? Well, the same authority that Jesus Christ spoke from, God the Father. Friends, do you see the beauty of inspiration of the Scripture, and how the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, who are all as one, Colossians one 15 through 15-20, how they are all one together, And how, if you will, three distinct personalities, but as one. And they are carrying through the authority of God Almighty. And this story continues to get better. I want to go back for just a second to the term, the Helper the Holy Spirit. Older translations, such as the King James Version and the American Standard of 1901, uses the word comforter, and there's nothing wrong with that word. The word comforter means to come alongside of, to comfort, to help. It's like when someone loses an individual, loses a loved one. Someone may come alongside of you with a handshake, with a hug, with a comforting word, and that intimate moment presenting itself to comfort and to strengthen. The Spirit was to be the helper to the apostles, to guide them. We must remember that the apostles did not have the written word that you and I have today, God's holy word, the Bible. That when they were guided by the Holy Spirit, they would speak of the Spirit and have the words confirmed by the works and the miracles that they would do. Let's continue this thought of authority to the Spirit from 2 Peter one nineteen through twenty one. The Bible says, and so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you would do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Knowing this first, then no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation, for prophecy never came by the will of man. But holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. You see, the writers of the Bible did not just put down what they thought. God guided them into what they should say. With the authority He gave the Son and the Spirit, these holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit the Spirit that would come alongside of them, if you will, the Spirit of which they were writing, not their authority, but the authority of God. Today, dear friends, it's not necessarily the power of my delivery or the things that I say, but rather let me rely upon the authority of God, upon His Scriptures, upon what the Bible says, and bring those things forth, for it is God in whom we are to please. Now, friends, I want to pause here with a very special gift I want to send you. and I want to remind you, and even for our newer listeners, that everything that we offer here from International Gospel Hour is free. We're not going to ask for your money. We're not going to ask for money to receive something in the mail. We send those things absolutely free. Sometimes that surprises people, but we are touched and we are appreciative of those that write us and say, you're not on a fundraising kick, or you're not asking for money, and if I fail to send it, you'll send me to hell we are not doing that at all, friends. We want to provide good Bible study material, uh, good resources to help you in your study of the Word of God. Uh, they are available at our website under the resource tab. So we want to make study material free unto you. God has given us the Word through His Son, through the Holy Spirit, and we want to make certain that we can grasp the study of God's Word. But you know, friends, in this world, there's a lot going on. Something is definitely wrong when one church on this corner is named differently than the church on the opposite corner, and if the preachers were to meet in the center and start talking about things, they simply would not agree on matters of worship, salvation. Dear friends, you and I can see, even by reading the paper, of the disagreements within churches, And friends, we submit to you that disagreement will happen when we move away from the Word of God. I want to share with you a very special booklet, and I'll tell you what, rather than me tell you and Jay tell you again, here's how you can receive a free gift concerning the Bible. Here is our
1: Jay Webb. Good folks, please allow us to send a special free booklet called, Something is Wrong, But the Bible is Right. This is a study that clears away a lot of the confusion in the religious world and allows us to see that the Bible is always right. Just call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say Bible Tract. That's it. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com Click on the Contact tab and leave us the same information name, address, and type Bible Tract in the message box. Now, back to our study. And now, friends, let's talk about the wonderful
0: words of life. And not only, let's back up just a moment. Authority of God to the Son, to the Spirit, and now, friends, to the Apostles. I want to refer back to three texts that I mentioned earlier: John fourteen twenty six, John fifteen twenty six, and John sixteen thirteen. Within this text, or within this context of John fourteen into John sixteen, he is speaking to his apostles. He is actually speaking to the eleven, for Judas had left him at the supper in John thirteen. Judas had departed to go get those that would take Christ, for he had betrayed Christ with thirty pieces of silver, or four thirty pieces of silver. And now we are coming to this part, to where Jesus told the apostles the Father would send the Spirit in His name, the Father would send, that Jesus would send the Spirit from the Father, and that He would guide them into all truth. And then in John 17, Jesus, in praying his prayer of unity, his plea of unity to the Father, he said in verse 8, For I have given to them, the apostles' context there, the words which you have given me, and they have received them, and have known surely that I came forth from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I have given them the words which you have given me. They've believed that you've sent me. And then the apostles on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter two, when the Holy Spirit came upon them, they began preaching not only in their language but the language to which others could understand. This is where we see the gospel going forth into all the world, the great commission given, from Matthew twenty eight, eighteen and following, from Mark sixteen, fifteen and following from Luke 24:44 and following and John 20:21 20, through 23. And so they are speaking repentance and remission of sins in Jerusalem just like Jesus said in Luke 24:44 through 47. They are bringing forth the gospel message that individuals will believe and will be baptized Mark 16:16. 16, 16. They are beginning to go into all the world and preach the gospel, and that to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, that's Matthew twenty eight. In John's account, whoever sins you remit, they are remitted. Well that's going to happen in Acts two and verse thirty eight. If you remember the preaching of the gospel when the Spirit came upon them, and they preached the gospel message, they were pricked in their hearts and said, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Acts two hundred thirty seven. The answer in Acts 2.38, still guided by the Spirit, still speaking the truth from God, from the Son, as the Spirit guided them. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is unto you, and to your children, and to our many as are far off, even as the Lord God shall call. We find in verse 40, with many other words, did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward or perverse generation. And verse 41 says, Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about three thousand souls. Now we find that they were added to the church in Acts 2 and verse 47. They were not voted in, they were not asked to join and pay a fee, or nothing like that. When they obeyed the gospel on the day of Pentecost, friends, they were added to the church, the only church in existence, and that church exists to this day. Let me ask you a quick question. Would you love to be a member of that church? Friends, we'll help you toward that end, and we're thankful to do so. You see, now we have the apostles speaking the authority of God. While later in Acts 4 and verse 20, Peter and John, before the ruling authorities, Said, for we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. And then later, the Apostle Paul, one who was born out of due time, First Corinthians. I'm sorry, First Timothy one. In First Corinthians fourteen thirty seven, Paul said, "The things that I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord." When there are those that wish to reason that we only go by the red letters of the New Testament, the words of Christ. Well, the words of Christ tell us. How there are those that would carry his gospel into the world, that he is on the right hand of the Father. And throughout the remainder of the scriptures, we find the teaching and the preaching by authority. And Paul said, the things that I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord. Now let's press onward. The wonderful words of life, friends, from God the Father, through the Son, through the Spirit, through the apostles that preached it and wrote it down, we have the authority of the very book that we have been referring to, the Holy Bible. It tells us how we are originated and friends how we are educated. We note that from earlier from John 12:48 through50 and 2 Timothy 3:16 and 17 of the inspiration of the Scriptures. Listen to these texts. Psalm 119, 130, "The entrance of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. Allow His words to enter into my life for understanding. In First Thessalonians 2.13, for this reason, we also thank God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God which you heard from us, you welcomed it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God which also effectively works in you who believe. Well, when I'm obedient to the gospel, it will work in my life. And friends, we need to know that the words of Jesus stand true in Matthew 7.21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. And in Ephesians 5 and verse 17, Therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And when we have the Bible in front of us, we are able to understand. And we are able to follow the authority of God as brought forth through the Holy Bible. Now, friends, I understand and we understand that we may be like the eunuch in the chariot in Acts chapter 8, who was reading the text, and Philip asked him, Do you understand what you read? And he said, Well, how can I except some man should guide me? And, of course, Philip was guiding through inspiration as the Spirit came upon him to teach and to preach and to affirm. We see that earlier. But, dear friends, we're able to take the Bible and we see the words affirmed and we see the things brought forth. Miraculous measures do not need to be brought forth to bring forth faith, for faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God, Romans ten seventeen, and the Word is sufficient. Dear friends, we want to pause here. We've offered you a free booklet for study, uh, our toll-free number to reach out. We want to pause because we have a great online study through our good cohorts at the World Bible School. And here is our J-Web to tell you how you can receive your free online study.
1: Our friends at World Bible School have a wonderful online Bible study available, and it is free. That's right, it's free. Please visit worldbibleschool.org and register. You will be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. Please sign up today. That's the free online study at worldbibleschool.org
0: the wonderful words of life, and its sure authority. In Galatians 6 and verse 16, the Bible says, And as many as walk according to this rule, peace and mercy be upon them and upon the Israel of God. I love that thought, the Israel of God. Written in Galatians 6, He's taking the Old Testament study of Israel as God's people, and he's referring to the saved today, not the nation of a physical realm, but the nation of which we are a holy nation, the church, 1 Peter 2 and verse 9. We must walk according to that rule, and may it be. Dear friends, we want to help you in that walk and in that direction with the wonderful words of life. We're blessed to come to you with our broadcast, but please know that the study does not cease when we go off the air. Please reach out to us at 855-444-6988 and let us know of any study material we may can help you with. We'll gladly get you online. If you'd like a Bible study by mail, we'll do that as well. Just leave us your name and address and we'll help you toward that end. Let's continue our studies at another time. Thanks for joining me on the International Gospel Hour today. I'm Jeff Archie and friends, keep listening. God be with you.
1: Thank you for listening today. May this study prompt your search of God's Word for His will in your life. To assist you in your study or to listen to other programs, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com to God be the glory. Glory.